Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Right Type. Today I'm here with Jasmine Bansell, who is the marketing executive at Egmont UK. I'm so excited to talk with her. I love Egmont's books and she's such a cool person. So Jasmine, could you just introduce yourself to everyone? Yeah, for sure. So I'm Jazz, I'm 24. Uh, I'm a marketing exec at Egmont UK, which is a children's books and magazine publisher based in London. Um, we publish everything from like picture books and non-fiction to middle grade and YA. Uh, we also do some really big, cool brands like Thomas the Tank Engine, Mr. Men, Star Wars. Uh, so it's a really cool place to work. And I specifically work in the books marketing team. So along with my marketing colleagues, uh, I work on campaigns for the entire books list. And I love your list so much. It's so cool. I think I've read Yay. so much of your YA. It's just so amazing yeah i love working on ya um i actually run the electric monkey social channels which is our ya imprint and it's one of the most fun parts of my job um just interacting with fans of ya um so i'm really glad to hear that (laughs) what was your industry journey like especially as a woman of color how did you get in and how has it been Mm. so i'm actually a creative access alum um and for anyone who might not know what Creative Access is, they are basically an organization who help to recruit same creatives into internships and jobs within the creative industries. So I think they've actually placed the largest number of interns within publishing, but they also do stuff like TV and radio and film. So they're really amazing at getting those people into industries where they're typically not very well represented. And they do amazing work. All of their internships are paid. um, And they also make sure, or they strive to make sure, that you have a job at the end of your internship. So through them, I managed to secure a 12-month internship at Egmont, where I work now. Um, I think I started in September 2017. So then I did my internship for a year, ending in 2018. Egmont then asked me to stay on as an assistant in the marketing team. Um, And then I was promoted to exec the following June. And so that's been my journey. And I've been, this has been my first job in publishing, but it's been a job that has grown and nurtured me. And I'm really happy here. Um, And creative access are the reason for that. And I honestly don't know where I'd be without them, to be honest. They sound amazing. How do you like um, get into that? How do you apply to be part of creative access? Yeah, yeah. Good question. So you apply to be an intern on their website and anyone can apply Um, and then through them they post all their jobs on their website and they basically act as a recruiter so they're the middleman between you and all the companies they work with so all your cv and cover letters are submitted to them they then kind of help you and prep you and get you ready and pass that information on to potential employers Um, and then they stay with you the entire process checking on you um and like to this day I was an intern like a year and a half ago and to this day I still touch base with them they still check up on me um want to find out what you're doing um and they cheer you on every step of the way um so I forever will be shouting about how great they are oh that sounds amazing I feel like uh, especially as people of color we don't normally have um industry knowledge beforehand or people to tell us kind of how to get into the industry so that's amazing and how has it been being a woman of color in this industry and is there anything that you'd love to see change yeah that's 
such a big question. Like, it's a great question, but it, it is quite complex. Like, I feel like at times it can be quite isolating and tiring and imposter syndrome is something that is so real for so many of us in this industry, especially people of colour, for all the reasons you kind of just said about not having those contacts or that knowledge. Um, but equally, I've met some of the most amazing people now that I'm in this industry um, who are doing amazing work. And it also feels really gratifying being that voice in an industry where you're trying to get some change. Like, I, I got into publishing because I've always loved books, but I always wondered how much more I could have loved them if I'd seen myself represented in them, not only more often, but more authentically. Um, and so being in this industry, I'm aware of the impact that I can have, and so that feels very motivating. And then in terms of the things I want to see change, I think I'd love to see more people of colour being promoted internally and in those senior positions. Because while Creative Access and other organisations are focused on getting people into the door, I think raising them up once they're in the industry is just equally as important. So I definitely want to see that change. So many amazing points. Um, I feel like, especially having multiple people of colour coming into a department, because often mm. what happens is there's one like person of colour and they're kind of outnumbered by so many white voices and it can be so yeah. daunting for them to even try and create change within um, the company yeah I completely agree and I feel like the longer I've been here the more connections I've made with other people of colour in the industry and how valuable mentors and stuff have been to me to make me realise that it doesn't need to be that daunting and it's completely understandable that people feel that way when they come in it's just a shame that they don't know that before they get in and I think that's something that really does need to change. I agree. And I was wondering, what were your favourite books growing up and what are some of your favourite books now? Ooh, okay, so I feel like my childhood was defined by Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I read a lot of Winnie the Pooh growing up. Um, and right now, I kind of dip into a bit of everything. Like I, most, I think I mostly read contemporary fiction, a lot of the time by authors of colour, but I'm also really into poetry and novels in verse and kind of non-fiction anthologies. That's kind of my thing right now. I feel like we're the same person um, because, <laughs> uh, like, Winnie the Pooh was my life. I don't know why. My mum made me... Yeah forcefully like love Winnie the Pooh and also I, I entered a competition when I was younger um to meet the queen through Winnie the Pooh oh and I lost but um it was like a huge thing for me I remember I was so mad I was like but I'm like the biggest <laughs> fan <laughs> I love that <laughs> it was really really dramatic um but also I love contemporary that's like my favorite genre and I love poetry and verse have you read um The Black Flamingo by Dean Atter Yes, I actually met Dean at the YA Literary Convention last year. I'm so jealous. He's amazing. I'm so jealous. I'll pick you up, don't worry. <laughs> oh my God, thank you, because I'm so obsessed with his writing. I just like watch him from afar. That sounds really creepy, um, but he is <laughs> such a good writer. I finished reading it on the plane, and I was like, oh my God, this person's a genius. Have you read uh, The Poet X? one of our books actually by Elizabeth Acevedo. I actually haven't yet I really want to and I saw that her new book's coming out soon. Yeah okay so I will be sending you that because you have to read it. If you loved 
esteem than your your loved poet. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And I was wondering, what new releases are you excited for that are coming out from Egmont? Um, okay, so we are publishing the sequel to A Good Girl's Guide to Murder in April. It's a book that I'm working on the marketing for, and I'm so excited. It's called Good Girl, Bad Blood. It is a follow-up to Holly's first debut book, which this week um, became a number one New York Times bestseller. So we are so excited for everything she has coming up, but having the sequel so close to all this amazing like achievements and recognition it's now having um, means that everyone's really excited for it. Um, and also, we have a book coming out next year called Amari and the Night Brothers, which is a magical fantasy, men in black meets Harry Potter, middle grade fiction, um, by an American author, Weather UK publisher, it's got like a movie coming out um, and it's, it's going to be so amazing. There's like so little I can tell you about it, <laughs> but keep your eyes peeled. It's so funny that you mentioned both of those books um, because with Holly Jackson's book, I actually just read it the other day and I was up at 4am like just staring <laughs> at the wall. After I finished it, I was like, oh my God, it's one of the best books I've ever read. It's so good. Um, and yeah. all of the success she's getting, she deserves so much. It's so well written and it's just brilliant. I just loved it so much. Um, and then actually, um, that's the book by BB, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, BB Austin. Yeah, I follow um, him on Twitter and he's so like, like, I'm just so excited for his career. He's doing so well already and the book sounds amazing. I'm so glad you guys are publishing it. Yay! Oh, and Bandon on Twitter is amazing. He's one of the most engaged and interactive authors. And not only does he always uh, like the tweets I do on our like professional channels, but he supports my personal tweets, <laughs> which I very much appreciate. I love that, and I'm so happy that I'm like we're just seeing a new era of like literature. I feel like I could even imagine yeah. this being a thing when I was younger. I know, it's so great to see, and I'm so glad you feel that way. And I was wondering, are there any backlist books from Egmont that you love that you want to talk about? Ooh, yeah, I think, so another book from my own childhood, which we actually published here, is The Little Prince, which is like such a classic in children's literature, um, and is constantly just loved by both kids and adults. I think it's like one of our strongest backlists, as well as, kind of titles by Michael Mapergo. Um, we also publish a series of unfortunate events by Lemony Snicket. And I think all of those books are just held so close. They're like almost book national treasures. So I think backlist-wise, those are the ones that I love shouting about. Wow, that's really impressive. Like, those are like, I guess, the British royalty, I think, of books. <laughs> yeah, they are. And they are also, they're also loved by both boys and girls. And I love that, that it can appeal to such a broad range of people. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like, um, I think books that can do that, get everyone reading, um, are so important. Just a fun question. Um, if you could have tea with um, any three literary related people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? See, you think this is a fun question, <laughs> but this is the hardest question ever. Um, mostly because I, I like can fall in love with literary figures so easily like as soon as I read their work I'm like yes I would take a bullet for this author <laughs> um 
So there's too many to pick from. And so I'm just going to pick with, like, the people who I've probably most recently fallen in love with. Um, I'm going to go with Bernadine Ivaristo, whose book Girl, Woman, Other won the, um, the Man Booker Prize because I saw her on this amazing panel. Um, it, was, it was a panel that was hosted by Intelligence Square and Galdem. Um, and it was the day after she won the Man Booker. And she was just, like, amazing. Like, so inspiring and funny and just knew everything about her own self and her ability that I think most people forget. And it was so good to see her be so confident and witty. So I want more of that energy in my life. And then I'm going to say Candice Carty-Williams, author of Queenie, and Coco Khan, because Coco's story in It's Not About the Burka, I felt like I could relate to so deeply. And I can say the same for Candice's book. Whenever I see myself in books in a way that I really relate to it, I, I want to know the author because I'm like, I want to see the person who's written something that I can really resonate with i'm the same i'm always like i really want to be your best friend now i feel like we're the same person whenever i read something like that and those are amazing choices um i would love to have tea with those people as well join us i will (laughs) um and the last question i have for you is what advice would you give people who want to have a job in publishing yeah so i would say I mean, there are lots of publishing workshops and events that you can go along to that are usually like today or an afternoon. And it's stuff that I didn't necessarily know about. So I always think it's worth letting people know that those things exist. And I'm seeing them now that I'm on the other side of it. I'm wishing that I knew about them when I was trying to get into the industry. So Hachette run a really great one. Um, And organizations like the Society of Young Publishers have a mentorship scheme that you can apply to. Um, and I know that having a mentor is pretty game-changing. So look out for stuff like that. But also, I think, try your best to kind of understand the book world. Go to bookshops and see what they put front and centre, the things that they're really backing. Follow people who work in publishing, as well as the actual publisher on social media. Um, keep an eye out on those kinds of conversations and why exactly those conversations are happening. Because those are the type of things that interviewers will really pick up on um, and it will kind of show your knowledge about the industry and make you invaluable to them um, and reach out reach out to those people that you're following um, everyone within publishing is pretty approachable and we kind of want to see the industry grow and thrive ourselves and getting people into it is the first step in doing that so throw out some dms you can dm me i'll answer your questions Um, And, yeah, it helps you kind of break down those barriers and make it seem like a place you can actually enter. Um, And then, like I said, creative access. If you're a person of colour, go to creative access um, and they'll just change your life. (laughs) Thank you so much. That's amazing advice. And where can everybody find you on social media? So you can find me on Twitter. Um, My handle is jasmine underscore bansel. Um, And I mostly do, like, a publishing Twitter. So... Do DM me if you ever have any questions. I'm so happy to answer any questions that people have about getting into this industry. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me.